What's up, Yankee fans? We are back with another episode of Yankee Crazy Podcast. And today, this week, I should say, big week. Big week. Opening day. We are only two days away from it. It is March 26th, which is my mom's birthday, actually. So big shout out to mom. Happy birthday. And one of the best presents anybody could get, right? (laughs) Is that Yankee opening day is two days away on March 28th and early, early uh, this year. I think last year, last year was what? Was it might have still been March. I don't know. I guess I'm just used to April being baseball season and they've just, they've moved it up moved it up so that i think that the so that the world series doesn't go later i think that was the the whole logic behind it or are they giving more days off this year i don't know i don't know i can't remember that anyway oh how stoked is everybody how stoked is everybody finally finally this seemed, this has seemed like the longest off season ever i don't know how about you what do you think Well, you think about that. We're going to take a short break and be back and get to lots and lots of stuff. And we are back. So, like I said in the opening, opening day this week. Oh, cannot wait. Cannot wait to be watching real live Yankee baseball 2019 season. And what do you guys think? You think this is the year? Think the 10-year World Series drought is going to end this year and Yankees will get championship number 28 in 19? What do you think? Let us know. Let us know. You can always get in touch with us, Podcast at gmail.com. Social media, you can get in touch with us there too. Direct message us on Instagram, Yankee Crazy Podcast, Twitter, Yankee Crazy Pod, and if you're listening on the Anchor app, they've got that awesome feature where you can send us voice messages. All right, so lots lots to get to, lots to get to, lots of updates, and I'm gonna I'm gonna we're gonna start with one of the most shocking ones. I think I think this is one of the most shocking ones for me. It was because. Yankees, for the past probably week, week and a half, it was looking like Tyler Wade was going to be getting that last roster position. He had a really good spring. He has shown his versatility by playing the outfield. And everybody thought that this was, this was the year that he was going to make it in that role. You know, well, well, I shouldn't say that because last year he made it as the opening day second baseman, but he just couldn't hit. And that made the way for Glaber Torres to come up. But this year, everybody thought he was going to be that super sub, which has gotten really big in the majors. I know the Yankees have always liked that uh, versatility on players. Example, Wilson Betamit, who was, <laughs> he was, he wasn't a great player. Brian Cashman had a lot of faith in that dude, if you can remember him. But... It seems now 
that there are a lot of guys kind of making a name for themselves as these players that can play a lot of positions. And I guess, I guess historically it's always been valuable, but I feel like recently it's, it's come back into popularity. And one of them is Marwin Gonzalez. He plays a bunch of positions. Um, and he got a contract from, I don't know who he got a contract from. I can't remember, <laughs> but he signed a deal and a lot of people wanted Yankees to pick him up, but it looked like they were grooming Tyler Wade to be that all-around versatile player. And at the last second, I think it was Saturday night, the Yankees made the deal for Mike, I'm probably going to pronounce his name wrong because I haven't heard it said, uh, Tauchman, Talkman. it's T-A-U-C-H-M-A-N. So <laughs> I don't know, we'll call him, we'll call him Mike Tauchman, Talkman. what do you think? Touchman? I want to say Touchman. That's that's the way it looks to me. But anyway, they picked him up from the Rockies, and he is going to be their fourth outfielder. And it is it was shocking to me, and it was shocking to Tyler Wade. He said he had a quote that he was blindsided by it, very disappointed, and I can understand it. It was looking that way basically till the last minute. Then Yankees swoop in and grab Tauchman, and he is going to be their, uh, their fourth outfielder, which is, oh, you know, it's shocking in another way, although they did say that they wanted Clint Frazier to start in AAA and get as many at-bats as he could. But with Aaron Hicks getting injured, if Clint Frazier would have had a good spring training, he didn't, he hit like 143, and made, you know, didn't look that comfortable in the outfield to me. Saw him on a couple of plays, like, a little, little bit shaky. And with Aaron Hicks going down, that could have opened up the door. Well, it did open up the door for Clint Frazier. If he had a strong spring, he could have been that fourth outfielder. He could have been their starting left fielder. And that's what he wanted. And he did not take advantage of the opportunity. And... Now there's rumblings that he is on the trading block. And, you know, Yankees obviously need him to have a really good AAA, uh, you know, start in AAA for them to even consider trading him. And if you can recall, he was the guy they kept on to and did not trade for Garrett Cole from the Pirates two years ago. And obviously he went to the Astros, had a great year last year. But... Garrett Cole could have been a Yankee if the Yankees just pulled the trigger on that one and sent Clint Frazier to the Pirates. And, you know, Clint Frazier has had a lot of hype. And I'm a big fan of Clint Frazier, as you know. Always talk about him. Uh, the <laughs> Formerly known as Red Thunder. You know, started calling uh, our son Jack's uh, Red Lightning because of him and his red hair. And so... I, Definitely disappointing. Definitely disappointing that Clint Frazier didn't step up. And we'll see what happens. Who knows? You know, if he can go down to AAA and start raking, then maybe the Mike Tauchman experiment ends very quickly. But it, it pretty crazy, pretty crazy developments. Uh, you know, it, it's, it, like I said, it's shocking to me because we really thought that 
the roster was set. Anyway, it wasn't, and I, I kind of feel bad for Tyler Wade. Kind of stinks. You think you're making the team, and you don't, but that's, that's baseball. That is baseball. That's Yankee baseball, too. If they think they have a, a better shot with someone, they're going for it. So we'll, we'll see what happens with Tyler Wade. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he gets traded. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Because, you know, at the rate the Yankees are going, again, injuries have come up with pitching, with the pitching staff, and it, you, you always need pitchers. And we are going to take a quick break and come back. And when we do come back, we're going to talk about that pitching situation and a lot of things that developed in spring training. Okay, stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we are back. So as I teased in the last segment, Yankees pitching and the injuries. Unfortunately, Luis Severino out until May 1st, they're saying. He had some shoulder issues. Not, uh, not so great seeing that. Uh, Yankees uh, gave him that new contract and has an injury. Yankees give Aaron Hicks that injury, uh, that gives him that contract, and he's got injuries. So, not a good start with those uh, with those players getting new contracts. And Dellen Batances, he's another one who's starting the season on the DL, and it is, you know, it it just goes to show you you need pitching as much pitching as you can get, and that was why the Yankees went out and got Gio Gonzalez. And that's actually a really good contract when you look at it. So he's got, if I'm, if I'm, it was a a lot. I was trying to really decipher this one, but basically from it, he's got until April 20th to make the major league roster. And if he, is up by then because he got a late start. He's still they're still trying to get him up to speed to be able to to uh, be a starter. You know, get get that pitch count up. And if he makes it then by April twentieth and is on the Yankees, he gets a um, three million dollars will be his contract. So it's kind of a, a a no risk situation for the Yankees and. Gio Gonzalez, you know, I was looking at some of his uh, video from last year, and he's he still has good stuff. I gotta say, I I I'm uh, kind of surprised that no teams went after him earlier, but Yankees obviously did. Good insurance for them to have him, and it's it's going to be interesting to see. The Yankees did, however, name. Domingo Herman as a starter for to start off the season. And that is, like I said, in light of a couple of things. Luis Severino, going to be, like I just said, out until around May 1st. And then the other part of that is CC Sabathia. And he has to serve his uh, five-game suspension for hitting 
whoever it was on the raise and, and calling them out, and that was to protect his players, which we've discussed this off season, and I loved it. I thought it was awesome, <laughs> CC defending his his guys. You know, don't want to condone violence, but uh, in terms of baseball, you you got to protect your your players. So I like that. Um, so CC, here's what's going to happen with him. He still is not ready to pitch because he had a little bit of a late start with with his throwing program because he had that heart issue that he had surgery on. So he's going to, they, they've named him, they haven't put him on the IL. He is going to start the season with the Yankees and they are immediately going to have him serve his five-day five suspension. And by that time, when he comes back, he will be ready to pitch, they say. So what they're looking at doing is starting the season. Here's the, here's their, the starters. Tanaka, who's going to be opening day pitcher, which I still don't like, as you, if, you've, if you've been listening. Go back and listen to that episode. Uh, James Paxton, Jay Happ, Domingo Herman, and then Yankees are going to do one of two things when it comes time for a CC uh, spot in the rotation. They do have that early day off. I know that they have, you know, they've got the opener and then they've got a day off, so it kind of stretches it out. I don't know. If, I don't know when the next day off is uh, in the schedule after that, but they will bring up. Jonathan Loisaga to pitch in CC's spot, or they're going to do the opener thing. And it was funny. Who was at the Phillies announcer the other day? Didn't know the term for the opener, and he he said his quote was, "Yankees may do that thing where the relief pitcher starts the game." And <laughs> uh, it's called an opener, dude. Come on, you're, you're in baseball. You got to know that, right? Oh man. Anyway. That will be interesting because I, I'm, uh, another thing, if you've been listening, is if, you've, if you have been listening, they, I'm not a big fan of this opener. I, 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 think it, I feel like it could really open you up to some issues with your relief pitchers. And, you know, I just don't want to see them tiring out. And I know each guy throws like one inning and, or two, and that's fine, but I just feel like once you get into that and you're using an opener, what happens if the next day your starter goes a third of an inning and you got to piece it together? I just just don't like it. But, you know, nowadays they're doing all this stat stuff and sabermetrics, et cetera, et cetera. And Yankees do like all that analytics stuff. So the Rays had success with it. And I wonder, I would love to get some info on if, that ever happened with the Rays or the A's about having a blowout the next day and you got to piece together. I guess you can always bring up someone uh, from the minors like they do when they need like a spot starter. But it's, I don't know, not my favorite thing, but it, it'll be curious to see the Yankees do it. They've got that amazing bullpen. And let's see, who did make it in the bullpen? You know, Delm Batances got injured. And, of course, you've got Chapman, Britton, Adam Adovino, my man, Adam Adovino. He's, oh, I can't wait to see him have a, uh, hopefully have an amazing year in the Bronx. I won't say 
Can't wait to see him have that. I'll say hopefully, because I don't want to jinx him. <laughs> like I jinxed Greg Bird. Uh, when was it? Last year. But a guy who a lot of people were saying Yankees need to get rid of this offseason was Luis Sessa. And he had a great spring. Really amazing spring. Guy was, was awesome. Another guy, Stephen Tarpley. He's a guy who had a great spring. And... You know, as I say, a lot of sometimes this doesn't translate from spring to the real deal, but those guys proved that they could pitch, so they obviously made the team. Chad Green, another big component of that bullpen, who is, you know, I feel like he's still kind of a sleeper. And, uh, you know, he had that phenomenal year, I think it was two years ago, and last year, solid year, but he is back again. Jonathan Holder, Jonathan Holder, you know, Another solid guy in that bullpen. Didn't start off great last year, but then had really solid season. And you know what's really awesome to see? Tommy Canely back because he was really a secret weapon of theirs when he came over in that trade from Chicago two years ago with Robertson. Or wait, was it three years ago? No, it was two, right? Um, who came with Robertson and Todd Frazier. So... That is, that is big because his uh, fastball is up again. He had those issues last year. He is off all the caffeine, which we talked about. He, he, had, he was having what, like something crazy. He was having like seven Red Bulls a day and four coffees, something like that. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe that helped. Maybe that helped him. You know, I, I know as someone who likes caffeine and at certain times used to really live on caffeine and trying to like use it to, you know, to, to get up and wake up. And if you're doing that on that many, I never, I never got that that many. I'm not even close, but if you're doing it for that many, your, your body's gotta be, it's gotta be taking a little bit of a toll because caffeine is, you know, a little caffeine is good. That all that caffeine, not good. I wonder if the guy was even sleeping at night, <laughs> but that is how the Yankees pitching is, stacks up. And it is, I got to say, it's looking really good. You know, Hal Steinbrenner said that, the, you know, he, he was on the Michael K show yesterday. And he said that Yankees pitching is, you know, going for pitching was the reason why he did not go for Machado and Harper. And he said he felt that, Pitching was the reason why the Yankees didn't make it to the ALCS. And I have to disagree. The, I feel like the Yankees pitching, and I, I don't know, maybe this is uh, Hal trying to like spin this, but you look at the Yankees pitching and in the playoffs, and it was better than the hitting in a lot of respects. Look at, look at all the times the Yankees couldn't get that big hit or just missed something. Yankees pitching... Actually, it was really strong, and I think that was a really bad statement by Hal Steinbrenner, and I, I haven't seen anybody pick up on that and really bust them and say, you know, the pitching was good. It was actually the clutch hitting that did not happen. You look at the Yankees' uh, runners in scoring position uh, stats last year, and it, it wasn't good. You got a lot of guys with swings and misses, and that's a big reason why I think DJ LeMayu should be getting more reps in the field. Although Troy Tulowitzki is looking good. He hit a home run yesterday when they played the Nationals in their final tune-up. And here's uh, another story line that we have to see. So, I don't know. 
I, I might have to I might have to write about that. I'm talking about it here. Hopefully, a news outlet picks up on that with with Hal Steinbrenner saying that. But you know, then again, am I having revisionist history? <laughs> am I forgetting? But I'm, I remember the Yankees pitching being solid. I do remember the Yankees hitting not coming up big in those situations. But anyway, let's go to the rest of the lineup. Who made the roster? So we knew Gary Sanchez was making it, who is looking really good behind the plate, got to say. He's just got to get that offense going. Austin Romine, backup, great backup. Really like Austin Romine. In the infield, this was another shocker that... And it was the Hicks injury that really opened it up. But Greg Bird and Luke Voigt making the team. That is, that is something nobody thought because Cashman was saying it a couple of weeks ago that it wouldn't be happening. Cashman had said that not both of them would be making the team. But the Hicks injury opens, opens it up. And both guys had really good spring training. So... That's, that's cool to see. I do like both of them. I really do. But, you know, I, I give the edge over Luke Voigt just for his energy, which is tricky because I do talk about often on the show about defense and how Greg Bird has a, is a little, bit of, a little bit better defensively. So we'll see how that transpires with this whole thing. You can have a lot of versatility with having both of those guys on the team. So I like it. I like it right now. Of course, Glaber Torres makes the team. Troy Tulowitzki, DJ LeMayu, and Miguel Andujar, who got actually hit yesterday, and hope he's okay. Uh, I think I think he is. I haven't heard any reports that he is not. But he got actually he got hit in the chest, so that is that is something that could sting, obviously, and uh, you know can affect hitting and fielding, but. If for some reason he needs a couple of days, it's great that you have DJ LeMayu, who just slots right in there. Another guy with a lot of versatility in the infield, like like I was talking about earlier. And in the outfield, Brett Gardner, Aaron Judge, of course, Giancarlo Stanton, of course, and this guy, Mike Tauchman, who people say he never really got his chance with the Rockies, and he's got some talent. Hasn't hit in the majors, but... In Triple A, he batted 323 last year, I believe. I don't know if that was last year's total combined, but we'll see. We'll see. He he got you know get gets the call coming coming over to the Yankees. He's got to shave. He's got a beard. So his interview was still with his beard. So always always interesting when these guys have to come over and shave. Really want to know if there's any guy who's just like. Ugh. I don't want to shave. I'm sure there's guys who say that <laughs> coming to the Yankees because I think everybody's pretty stoked when you come to the Yankees and you're like, yeah, I'll shave. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I'll shave my head. <laughs> oh, anyway. <clears throat> that is the roster. We will see what happens. And, uh, one, you know, one thing, I, don't, I'm, I doubt he would have made the team, but Esteban Florial uh, got injured. And he is a guy who the Yankees have a lot of high hopes for. And he had a really good spring training. So I doubt he would have made it. I think the Yankees still want him to develop and, you know, just get up into AAA. So I think 
what's really valuable is him staying down and getting as many reps as he can. So what's your predictions for the season? You know what mine is. <laughs> My prediction, although I shouldn't do the prediction because I, I'm, I get superstitious with this and I don't want to say like, yes, Yankees are winning the World Series. And I think every year I have said it that the Yankees have potential to win the World Series. <laughs> I think I like to leave it at that. You know, lots. it's a long season. A lot can happen, but I feel really good about this team. I feel really good about the pitching staff. And if the Yankees need a piece to pick up by the trade deadline in July, you know they will. You know that they are always active at that time. And Brian Cashman always, you know, he always makes a, a deal that looks good at the time. Obviously, never know how it's going to pan out. But I really like their chances. I like their chances at winning the division. It's been a while. You don't really don't want them getting that wild card again. Need them to win the division and beat Boston. And, you know, hopefully Boston, all, hopefully all the rumblings of them not having a bullpen and, and not being able to repeat again, the way, you know, have such an amazing season that they had last year. You're, you know, hoping that the odds are there, that they are going to have a down year. And who knows? Maybe the Rays sneak in there and get the wild card. And maybe Boston doesn't make the wild card. Maybe, maybe, you, have, um, maybe you get the Rays and who else? I don't even know. I'm not even sure a prediction for any of the other teams. But I don't know. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a Boston against the Rays uh, wild card next year, you know, uh, th next year, this year. Maybe this season we see that and the Yankees win the division. That would be great. That would be something I would sign up for right now, <laughs> like we all would. So that's it. I think, I think maybe we'll do, we'll see if we can get to a, a full uh, predictions for everybody. I know a lot of people like to do that. Um, I don't know. Maybe I need to do that. Maybe I need to sit down and write that. And definitely going to write a lineup. Definitely going to write my lineup for opening day. And I will post that on all social media. And also, we're going to be live tweeting on Thursday for the game, during the game. Going to be going live on there. So if you want to check in, or you know, get a Twitter account, follow us at Yankee Crazy Pod, and go. You know, have let's have some fun with it. Like you know, you guys get on there, I'll get on there. You know, I'll start, I'll start typing some stuff up. You get on there and uh, type some responses. It'll it'll be awesome. I, I'm I'm I, I love watching the game and doing my own analysis on it. So maybe you do too, or maybe you just wanna sit back and see what I have to say on that. <laughs> maybe even, I don't know, maybe we even have to do a live game, watching the game, do a podcast watching it. Interesting. I don't know. We'll see. Or maybe just live. Maybe we, maybe we do like a, a simulcast at the same time as the Yankee game going on. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll play around with that. Who knows? And even playing around with some uh, Instagram, IGTV. Might try and do that within the next two weeks so that we could get the podcast going and IGTV, if you're on Instagram, 
watching it, almost setting up the studio. I gotta take a picture of it. Almost had the studio uh, cleared. Maybe I'll, I'll post a picture and, and show the behind the scenes of it. <laughs> Who knows, got a lot, got a lot of options. But that's it guys, go Yankees. Make sure you are somewhere to watch opening day. All right, that's, that's one of my favorite days of the year. It is, it is always one of my favorites, no matter where I am. I am always, always making sure that I am watching opening day. So I hope you are too. So stay tuned and let's go Yankees.